Okay, everybody, welcome to a special episode of Ghost in the Scene. I am your host, Giovanni J. Trumpetazzi, paranormally influenced since birth. I am here with my co-host, Rob Thomas. How are you, Rob? Oh, ladies, gents, non-binary X's and Y's. Uh, this is not just Rob Thomas. This is Robert G. Thomas, paranormal um, law expert at law. Um, we are here to bring you the truth. Uh, we've been hinting at this before, but you know this is a new era for us. We are here to on a fact-finding mission, and not just that, but we're going to be throwing some books around. It's going to be like a haunted house. Uh, with the bookshelf, haunted bookshelves that are just having books flying left and right. So watch out. You might get a paper cut on this one because it's coming at you fast. Ouch, 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 ouch. And um, like Rob said, Robert said, um, my partner and I are now legal experts, paranormal legal experts. We got our online degrees and we've had them for two weeks now which means we're twice the experts that we were last week. So, I mean, the power that we felt last week was already pretty immense. Now having another week on, I feel almost like nothing can stop me. I'm like a crazy train. And I'm going to focus on trains later on. But for now, we are in the beginning processes of this trial. We were in pre-trial before, and now we are interviewing the witnesses. This is going to be a process where we are going to find out which witnesses are going to benefit our side. Um, Mark is doing this. He, he decided to do it in an un undisclosed location privately. Hopefully he's recording. If not, you know, we're going to have to be ready for anything that he brings up. So for that, we decided to bring on our favorite expert witness. And so we would like to introduce and reintroduce our friend and loyal in the scene, scenester, Rashid. How you doing, guys? Great to be back. I, uh, sorry, it's been so long. I was, you know, doing some research in the in the deep state, if you will. Wow. And uh, due to this uh, uh, quote unquote virus, I, I'm just stuck here in in this undisclosed location that I will not disclose outside of Earth's atmosphere and uh, talk to you guys about this trial. Let's talk wow. about it. Thank you. Yes. Now, you're in space uh, thank right you for now. Right. <laughs> well, I, I may be in space. I am not, I'm not on uh, terra firma, if you will. Right. That, that is... Uh, a great way to avoid all of the um, social distancing happening, right? If you're just like that far away, mm -hmm. there's nobody you have to worry exactly. about. Other than aliens. Well, the aliens are our friends and they are here to help. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's not until April. Uh, forget I said anything about aliens. Okay. Give it a couple more days and we'll, we'll I'm gonna. I'm not gonna edit that out, everybody. I'm just gonna. Um, everybody, just make a mental note to forget what he said. How, how about that? Yes, please. Just whoosh. That that's perfectly okay. Erased. So, Rashid, we are here today in our law offices to investigate whether or not you are up to the challenge of being cross-examined by Mark Luffler. 
Um, we're talking about an animal here, a horse that is going to try to run you down with his horsepower. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that you're capable of, you know, CIA torture, getting, getting tortured. You, have, you haven't said a word. Every time, you know, you've been captured, battered and bruised, you come out zipped, zip your lip. And that's, you know, we appreciate that. I've been in a CIA ghost black site. I've been tortured by the best spirits in the business. And I, I laugh off the torture. You, you hear that, Beelzebub? I laugh off the torture. Sorry. Beelzebub, my, my uh, neighbor from back in the day, he always said, you know, I, I didn't have a very good sense of humor. But I laugh, Beelzebub. I laugh. You hear that? That's good. And that's such a good um, kind of attitude to have. And that's why we're glad to have you with us because the, the, I think the opposite of fear and screaming is, is laughter. Yeah. So true. Uh, but sometimes, you know, I laugh so hard I scream. Very much Joker. You... Just like the Joker. Huh. And, um, I have to try that. It's an interesting Joker did have a white face, you know, green hair, very, very virus-like, right? It, it did sweep the nation like a virus. And if you think about it, that movie was all about destroying society. And what is society now? Um, everything's closed. You know, society seems to be like it's on its way out. I feel like uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, has a big hand in all of this. Joaquin Phoenix rising from the ashes. I mean, this is heavy imagery that we're dealing with. I don't want to, you know, take away from, from what we're dealing with here, but the world is, is set ablaze. And it's funny how, you know, phoenixes are literally firebirds, you know, which is a car. Mm. Interesting. Just very interesting. So Rashid being from space or being in space, you can see things from a higher distance, from a larger perspective. This case that we're dealing with here, do you have any insights on Kelly Loeffler and, and insider uh, info, paranormal and that the otherwise? Uh, I, have a, I have a little, little uh, information, um, but be- before I, I get into that, I just, you, you touched on something there, and I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get into this, and I, I don't know, I don't know why I wasn't going to say, but in, in, in my research, I've, I've, I've been, so the movie Joker came out, correct, and it's starring Joaquin Phoenix. And we all know that Phoenixes are famous for uh, dying and, and rising back from the ashes. And if if we say his name, Walking Phoenix, it sounds like Walking Phoenix. Which, if you're if you're picking up what I'm putting down here, uh, there's a very popular show called The Walking Dead. But Walking Phoenix, I, I think I think the evidence speaks for itself that we are in a Walking Phoenix epidemic here and wings have been clipped johnny depp has found his jesus his satan jesus and and is sending joaquin phoenix to destroy us all people let's prepare yourself wow it's too late but prepare and jim carrey predicted it 
right? Jim Carrey predicted this whole thing with a green yes. face. Yes, he did. Wow. Incredible. And, and that's not, and we're not even talking about, you know, the case here. This is just truth coming to light. And, and that's what I love about having Rashid on is that truth just comes to light. And no matter how many times the CIA bullies him, you know, he still comes back on, on, on the show and gives us the truth. And, and you got to applaud. And everybody here, um, you can hear just like the crowd applauding. And that's, that's beautiful. That's for you. Thank you. Research, do it. Yeah, do your research. So, let's yeah. put our hands, let's stick our, our fingers into this pie and really get into the guts of this pie and figure out, is it worth eating or is it, you know, is it trash, right? This is, this is what we came here for. And right now, Rashid, you are the pie. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pick your guts. Stick your fingers right in me and slurp it up. I'm, I'm well, I'm, I, I like to believe that I'm well worth it. Well worth the effort. Okay. And, and to, to speak, of, speak of the case, I mean, I, I, think, I think this case is, is worth pursuing. I mean, she's, she's used your information for, for the evil purposes of perpetuating uh, deep state governmental uh, departures from the people, which that's not what we're here for. Okay. I, I've, I've been around with you guys. I, I've listened to your, to your podcast. I know that what you guys speak about, you guys have given us information that I could have gone out and, and sold off all of my ghost stock, but I didn't, I stuck with it. Powerful. Had I done that, I'd probably have some friggin' demonic assassins coming after me. And nobody wants a demonic assassin coming after them. Well, Beelzebub maybe, but mm -hmm. that guy's a weirdo. And that is why we trust you so much. Because you didn't say the secrets that we told you. And the secrets that we not. told you, they're dangerous. They, they could, you could be a kajillionaire right now. The first kajillionaire in, in the yeah. entire universe. And you chose That's not right. to. And that is why we trust you. Kelly, not so. She just couldn't, couldn't do it, right? Mark told her, and she and her husband cooked up this scheme. And now they're charged with disrupting the peace, spiritual forgery. These are things that could have easily been avoided if they would have, you know, just took the information and kept it to themselves. Respect the crap. Respect the truth. Yes. Let's get into some of the, we're going to need you on the stand and we're going to need you to be able to, you know, give us a little, you know, give the, the crowd some meat and they're, they're going to eat it up, but not the kind of meat that's going to get any of us in trouble. That's, that's the thing okay. that really matters. Um, we're lawyers now. So it, you know, our image as being rebels only works as far as we're within the law. So we have to keep things okay. kind of, kind of kosher. So what are, what are the, some of the things that we've told you that we could get away with telling other people and, you know, nobody gets that hurt? Well, there, there was the, 
the meat issues with with uh, a tainted meat, uh, tainted by the spirit of fallen vegans, and they they get into the meat, and when you when you eat this meat, it it tastes it has like a bitter taste to it, and you yourself become possessed by uh, ghost vegans. And that was that was very important, you know. With with this with this kind of information, I, I could have I could have made a mint in in this in this crisis. But but no, people are buying up meat like like crazy. And what's what's in all this meat are the ghost vegans. So now, once all this is over, we're gonna have a world full of uh, non meat eating uh, ghost vegan possessed people. And that's you know that's just one of the the small secrets that that uh you shared with me and and the street team can't forget about the street team Mm -hmm. way to go out there wow so you have to remember like who who was famously who famously did not eat meat but hitler so you could be being possessed by hitler by uh eating tainted meat that's Uh, right that's a matter of time important information and we're not trying, and this this is why you know um, we allowed people to un- to hear that we're not you know demeaning vegans. We're saying that no, there no. are vegan ghosts that right. will forcibly turn somebody vegan against their will, and that is mm-hmm. the true crime. That that's correct. I mean, some of my best friends are vegans. I, I love the vegans. The vegans are great. It's these ghost vegans. They're mm-hmm. the and yeah. now you have to really be, you know, be cautious of the vegans in your life. Just ask them, you know, the last time they ate meat, did it taste funny to them? Mm-hmm. And if it did, you might have a possession on your hands. That's, I, I don't want to scare any vegans that are listening to this podcast. But if the last time you ate meat and it tasted weird, I would go to um, a, a psychological um, spiritual therapist, um, mm. you know, go to a massage parlor and ask for aromatherapy and, um, take off the, the top of the caps and just smell all of them at once. That's how you truly get your, the bank for your buck. Yeah. So, cook some fresh bacon. Ooh, yes. Get a big, big whiff of that and see what comes up for you. You know, I, sometimes when I, I go to massage parlors and I and I do the test just to make sure I'm still okay. I do have them cook bacon, and it's a it's a very rewarding experience. Mm-hmm. The, you haven't lived until you've been massaged with the bacon oil. Mm. It's, oh, ooh. yeah, yes, that's aces. Um, and we need that kind of uh, mentality when, when it comes to the case and when it comes to court we can't go in there all nervous we can't have uh, ourselves tripping over our words and when it comes to being cross-examined by mark you know rashid you're gonna have to be covered in bacon grease hopefully but by that by that time because he's gonna come at you with some hot hot takes um so the vegan thing we definitely could use in court I think bringing um, veganism and spiritual veganism in, into the foray is something the world's been waiting for. So that's great. That, that's, that's a great thing we could use. Jaw-dropping moment, a big O moment, 
um, we're going to need a couple mm. more of these big O moments. Um, Rob, is there anything you can remember telling Rashid that, that we could use in, in court? Well, I think, you know, getting to the heart of the matter, um, you know, demonic assassins, right? I think that's going to play a big part in this case. Um, who, you know, especially coming after Kelly and her husband and all those other senators that may have been affected. We're looking at some assassins that are demonic that are going after people. So I guess the question is, who are they going after, Rashid, and why? I feel that the demonic assassins are going after uh, those that are on the side of right. So the three of us are definitely in danger of demonic assassination. Um, they are also going after a little-known Hollywood starlet by the name of uh, Margot, Margot Robbie, if you will, who famously played the Joker's girlfriend. Uh, she, she is doing her best trying to warn us with a very uh, stoic face and uh, lack of skill, letting us know that mm. things aren't always what they're cracked up to be. Mm -hmm. So you're saying the, the, the worse that um, someone acts, you know, the worse that the, the, the least effort they put into their performance. That is correct. It's the least likely to be possessed. That makes total sense. That, right, because we all know that acting is just a form of possession. So if you're really mm -hmm. just phoning it in, you know, that's like social distancing yourself from the scene. But that, that's correct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So true. So, so you know, thank prepare yourself. Rob Schneider, thank all, you know, thank everybody out there that has just been phoning it in for years. Um, you know, thank everybody out there. You know, Matthew McConaughey in the 2000s. He was just kind of, you know, taking it easy, taking a breather. And then in the 2010s, he got possessed again. But, you know, sometimes people, they have to take a body break. And you can't get possessed every, every other month. I think, honestly, it's just too much for people's health. Look at Christian Bale. You know, getting possessed by overweight ghosts, getting possessed by skinny ghosts, his body fluctuating back and forth, getting possessed by a bat turning into Batman. So that's scary. Just that, was the, that was the scary. For the parents' sake, you know, you, Christian Bale comes back you know, on Christmas Day and he is just a different looking person. He has bat fangs. And he's like, oh, mom, it's for a movie, mom. Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't allow that vampire in my house, even if it was, you know, my young son, Christian. You know, walking around with his, with his, bat wings showing that that's a horrible way to to have a christmas holiday you know you you wake up in the morning you walk downstairs you grab a cup of coffee and here's little christian bell walking around with these sweaty bat wings hey look at me i've been possessed by a bat ha 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 it's just yeah. me your son christian bale i mean who wants to see that knock over the christmas tree will knock over the stockings it's mm -hmm. like it's just Getting in the way of everything. You'd get caught in the chimney, you know, trying to fly out the chimney. He get caught in there. 
it would be just like gremlins where the the, the dad dies in the chimney mm, and yeah, it's yeah. a it's a christmas nightmare christian bale wanted this to happen so yeah you know getting possessed phone phoning it in sometimes is is the best way to not get possessed um another great little tidbit we can give to to the public and i'm sure a lot of people will will be excited and will you know send a lot of praise to some people and that'll get a lot of buzz for us so that's great and maybe even you know our special guest who who we will be announcing next week um they will themselves get a lot of praise because they've been phoning it in for a while too why wow. I, I myself unfortunately i i've never really phoned it in i mean sometimes i video conference it in but i never phone it in and I, that makes me susceptible to being possessed like the last thing i i was doing i i got possessed by a very angry and vengeful wilford brimley which was not very good uh, he he made me uh, uh we all know wilford brimley uh famous for being a chubby and bearded, he made me put on several pounds with the with the chubbiness, which you know I don't mind. It's okay. It was, it was winter was coming. You know I, I like my winter weight, but I felt like it was a little bit of extra. You know, Wil Wilford, can we can we have a happy medium, please? And and I, I had a friend who was uh, who had diabetes, and I was trying to explain this to someone, and I and for the life of me, I couldn't say it. I kept saying diabetes, diabetes. Diabetes this, diabetes that. And it was it was insane. Nobody knew what I was talking about. And the craziest thing is Wolf of Brimley's not even dead. He's still alive. He's eighty five, but whatever was going on with him, he just uh took me over. It's I th I think I know what horrible. happened. What what's this? He's a he's an amateur astral projector. Mm. Classic amateur work. You know, you, you try astral projecting your first time. You get locked out of your body. It's like when you try to open your passcode on your phone and you try yes. six or seven times, your body locks itself if, if you don't remember the password. So you got to wait 72 hours. And so, you you know, you get bored. And so he probably just, you know, fell into your body by accident and just started living life until he can get back into his body. Right. And, you know, the two-step verification did not work in this case because everyone knows the second-step verification is to call your mom. But his mom has sadly passed. So, you know, there's no way he could get that five-digit password to get back into his body. Mm -hmm. huh. Well, uh, then I would like to uh, send my humble apologies to Wilford Brimley. He needed a place to crash for a little while, and, you know, he just fell into me, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of romantic. a good times roll there, Wilford. Yeah. It, it is. Like, maybe that's why I had the sudden urge to make clay pots. Mm. Wow. Making clay pots is, is an art, is an art form that you learn through possession. And that is something that we could use in court. We could say, you know, this is a witness that has spontaneously learned and become a master of, of, of clay pottery. Right. This is a man who, with the information that we've given him, has learned that there is vegan ghosts in meat. Right. And has not divulged mm -hmm. it with anyone. We can tell we can tell the, the people in the jury that 
you know, phoning it in as, as an actor sometimes is the safest bet um, to not getting possessed. And then we could say, you know, X, Y, and Z are the things that Kelly did that we told her or we told Mark. And therefore, you know, you are the shining star and she is the falling star, you know, Lucifer, the fallen angel. Mm. Probably cousins of Beelzebub too, second cousins or something. Right, and we can show that the that the fallout of everything that is happening right now, all the possessions that are currently happening due to this, as Rashid said, quote unquote, virus, is all a result of the demonic assassination that was unleashed by Kelly and her husband. Um, what this is great. This is powerful stuff, but I think. You also have to be ready for, as Gio was saying, the cross-examination. You know, Mark Mm -hmm. is not going to go lightly. He has the ghost of Johnny Cochran in his corner. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm a little, you know, I'm I'm a little shook, uh, a little spooked uh, about Mm -hmm. this. So, Rashid, I apologize in advance, but we're going to have to ask you some tough questions as well to see how well... You know, you can you can hold under pressure, and I think this is a good test because Gio and I do not hold back punches. We're we're just like one two, one two, and then all of a sudden there's an uppercut that's going to come. So yeah. you, know, you know right now, but there's uh, here's, here's some tough stuff for you. So first and foremost, uh, Rashid, when you were possessed, so you said you were possessed by Wilford Brindley, correct? That is correct. Okay, so as Wilford Brimley, um, did you or did you not eat more cake? I definitely ate more cake. Answer the question. I was possessed by Wilford. I I did eat cake when I was possessed by Wilford Brimley. Mm. Now, Mm. I have a receipt here that shows that you purchased... Tin cakes uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, and that cannot be eaten by one person alone, even if you are possessed by Wilfred Brimley. Uh, so where, the question- Where did you get those receipts? It, listen, Gio has crawled through sewers. Uh, we have street team crawling through the trash. So, you know, you gotta watch, watch out because your trash is our treasure. And we have a whole golden mind. So, and not only that, but we've found some some cake tins in you in your trash. Not just your trash, but in your neighbor's trash as well. I don't know anything about cake tins in my neighbor's trash. What are you talking about? So my question is, why are you having cake with Beelzebub as Walter Brimley? Yeah, I object to these these questions. I am not on trial here. Kelly is on trial. Mm. (sighs) Wow. Fine. Fine. Beelzebub and I have buried the hatchet, and we eat cake. Mm. And Wolfer Brimley was inside me. He made me do it. I didn't want to do it. He made me do it. So it's not you. It's Wilford that was doing this. It's okay, Rashid. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, hey, I'll, I'll back off for a second. Yeah, hey, you know, we're on your side. Calm, right? Hey, we're, cool, we're cool your jets, Rob. Cool off, is, man. 
He's almost All he's right. almost into tears. Okay, listen, Rashid. Her baby, do it. The cake tins, uh, understandable. Okay, you know you can't be mad forever. We we understand that. What we what we want to know is, at any point, did you like it? Did you like it? I. I'm ashamed to admit this, but after the fourth or fifth cake, I, I did like it. Oh my and I, God. I was looking forward to every bite, every single bite. We cannot, we cannot let Mark know this, that you liked eating cake with Beals Um, This is something that we're going to have to tell people in this scene. I'm not going to cut this out either. This is a juicy podcast, but I want you people to listen and listen up good. Don't tell Mark. This is a meeting between us and our witness. Don't tell Mark this because he's going he's gonna to use this against us. So that is um, a, a pretty sensitive subject, Rob. We, we should probably steer clear of that during the trial. Um, I, I don't want you know, emotions to rise that high. And, and for our witness to cry like that. That was pretty heavy of you, Rob. Um, let, let's take a, l- a little lighter approach. Okay, agreed. I, I just wanna know like how, how far we can go here as well and where, and where we can see some road signs to, to stay clear from, from this. So uh, I'm sorry that it brought up a lot of difficult emotions for you, Rashid, but I also thank you for being honest um and helping us you know form our case here so we're gonna put our heads together to Mm -hmm. to see how we can you know we're gonna object to everything that mark says so um you know stonewall him it's a great strategy Mm -hmm. i appreciate it guys thank you now when it comes to um being an expert witness we need a final bombshell we need, we need the, the, the closer, right? Um, now, I've, this is something from the grapevine that I've heard, that you and Kelly know each other. You were, you were old, um, old, old where, college where you... friends. Oh. You were part where of a secret society. You... Um, I... Uh... You get, what do you, what do you, what? I know, I know. Are you, you how, right. how far back have you been digging in my trash? Let's just say that oh. I, I got raccoons in, in, in low places and, and they've been digging through trash for the, for the, their entire lives. I've trained them to do this kind of stuff. Guys, you're going to get me killed by demonic assassins. Are you sure that we're going to? You have the protection of, of, of Jim Carrey. He's, he's going to be presiding sure over this. Is going to be enough? Okay. I think so. Well, then, the truth is out there. We can't, there's too many bombshells to uh, keep the, the street team at bay, too. So, yes, yes, we were college roommates back in college. Wow. Now, now, uh, Whatever you can tell us that won't get you killed, right? Your safety is, is, 
is is primary in this whole thing. But you know, well, whatever you can guys, say. Guys, at this point, I, I mean, I'm already dead. You know, so let's just let's just get it out there. We were college roommates, and she, uh, part of the secret society that we were we were in, it was the uh, the Jet Son Society, and it was a group of like-minded individuals who were trying to future-proof their lives. And I got to say, uh, she saw you guys coming a mile away. She knew that you were going to exist. She knew about the information that you were going to put out there. And she was just waiting for her lord and master, Johnny Depp, to form into a bat and fly into soup to start a worldwide pandemic so she can sell your information and become the the first trillionaire in universal history. I, on the other hand, I left the, the, the group once I knew that uh, these kind of things are going on and were real, but I'm, I was still held to the, the sacred oath of secrecy, which, you know, that's out the window now. Wow. Uh, that wasn't just a bombshell, but the bomb guts as well. That's, yeah. the, that's, the, whole, that's the whole bomb right that's there. The, that's the bomb, baby. I, I'm getting God heart palpitations. Calm. I feel like my, my blood temperature is rising. <laughs> you stick your fingers on this tie, you're going to pull out some bomb guts. We knew, we knew that you were an expert witness. We just didn't know just how expert you are at being a witness. Um, the Jetson Society. We're going to have to investigate this. I'm so glad that we have an extra week to gather some evidence. Um, this is incredible. And I really hope for your sake that you are, you know, alive to see the trial. This could be just like a, you know, a Jack Ruby scenario. Demonic assassins could you know come to your door um i fear for your spiritual health rashid uh i'm i'm gonna say the truth yeah i'm gonna say that um everybody in the scene you know say about um 1000 hail marys and send those you know to his spiritual email rashid ghost at ghostmail.ghost and by hail marys uh, you can make those dollar bills, like yes, Hell Mary dollar bills. And if each one of the street team were to send one thousand Hell Marys uh, to my email address, you know, I, I also take Bitcoin. Um, I would, I would probably be able to uh, survive another few days. Amazing. Space is expensive. Uh Space or maybe not space. Right. Wherever you are. So, right. So, when, and just to be extra cautious, Rashid, if you ever hear someone knock on your door, ask mm -hmm. who it is before you open it. And okay. if it's an assassin, if they say they're a demonic assassin, don't open the door. Don't open the door. Thank you. I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind. I think this is a... A, a good place to, to, to end this interview. Um, we got a lot of great information. 
Um, I think we're ready for Mark and whatever he's going to bring. Um, I think we'll do a couple more um, quick interviews before this is all over. We might have some more expert witnesses coming on, but we will have some surprise witnesses as well. You know, we're going to have some tricks up our sleeves. So uh, that's why I have two sleeves. Uh, Rob has two sleeves on right now, which is exactly what you need in scenarios like a law procedure. So um, I want to thank you, Rashid, for everything that you have divulged, everything that you refuse to divulge as well, because we know there is a mountain of evidence, you know, just under your beanie right now that could set the world on fire. Tip of the iceberg. You know what they say about the tip? Just the tip. The rest is underwater. Wow. Beautiful. Science. Right there. So, Rob, are are there any closing statements to our witness um, interviews that that you want to make? Well, closing statements, I mean, I don't know what Mark's going to be bringing to this trial, but I'm feeling very confident that we're going to be able to throw a couple books here. You know, that's what I started off with, and I'm feeling more confident than ever um, that we will be able to throw whole encyclopedias at Kelly at this point. And, you know, encyclopedias don't even exist anymore. So I'm going to have to dig through some, some old tomes, uh, some of my older catalog to see what I can come up with. Um, and really sift through the kind of numerology there. So, uh, yeah, I got some more research to do. Um, and, you know, just trying to make sure that uh, Rashid stays safe and that we don't have anything compromised uh, in terms of, you know, the, the cake gate. Um, I'm going to keep that gate closed. Yes. Cake gate is something that we have to put under our hats. Um, it could sink this entire case. So um, let's hope that doesn't come up in the trial. And if um, anybody brings up cake, you know, Rashid, I want you to keep your cool. Okay. I, I'll try my, I'll try my best. Okay. Well, um, I think for, for our lawyer, um, lawyerly meeting, I, I would like to call this meeting adjourned. And um, for everybody in the scene, I want you to uh, bone up more on your legalese, uh, your paranormal legalese. Oh, where, where are you going? Guys? Rashid, you're, you're floating away. Guys, Rashid, did guys, you... call, call, call for help. Guys, call for help. Call for help? Rashid, where are you going? Johnny, 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 guys, Johnny Depp has found me. Oh, no. He said Johnny Depp has found him. And he's Rashid, gone. Rashid is gone. How could he get to space that fast? The signal's only been open for 40 minutes. Wow. Wow. I think we've underestimated the powers. It must be Mark. It has to he be. Must have had a, he must have had a line into our channel. Um, he said he wasn't going to do it. <sighs> no, he's the only one with the codes, Geo, into our stream. You know, I am so glad and horrified, first of all. First of all, I'm horrified. Second of all, we got the interview 
with Rashid, we could use this in court. Okay, this is this this isn't going to tank our our trial. Um, I just wish that I knew if Rashid was safe or not right now. That's what scares me the most. My God, um, guys, X's wise, please. Um, if you see, you know, some, something floating out in space, you know, bring out your telescope and, and send us a, a message to see if it is Rashid. We are looking for him. I hope that he is back on terra firma uh, or he's safe in space. I don't know. Um, Johnny Depp can do anything. So that's, that's very scary. And the fact that he's in the mix now is, is a whole nother ball game. Um, we're going to have to bone up even harder. We knew this was going to be a big case, but it might be even a much bigger scope than we originally had anticipated. We thought we were going to be starting off our, excuse me, our legal careers. I'm just getting really emotional right now. I, I just thought we would start our legal careers starting on a smaller case before we would have to scale up to go for the big demons. But it mm -hmm. looks like they brought their case to us because uh, they know the threat that we pose to them. Um, and, you know, this isn't over. We're, we're going to be, this is just the beginning. We're going to be, you know, looking for Rashid. We're going to be, you know, we're, we're already talking to our, we're going through all the trash, right? Right now. Exactly. And hopefully he's going to be, he's going to show up there safe and sound. Soon enough, we, we will be finding, you know, boxes of takeout in his trash some cake tin, well, we can't talk about the cake tins, but we will be finding the, the cake tins in his neighbor's trash, and we will know that Rashid is, is, is once again safe. So, you know, until then, guys, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. Um, you know, keep, like we say, keep your eyes in the sky. Um, see if there's, you know, just any, if Rashid's out there, you know, if you know how to astral project, um, if Wilford Brimley, we know you're a big fan of the show. If you could, you know, it didn't work so well for you last time, but, you know, now that you have some practice, maybe you can astral project to Rashid again and mm. let us know where he is. Yes. That is great advice for Wilford. And um, maybe next week we will see him again and he will, he will be back as our expert witness. I hope he is. And if not, you know, we have this interview of him that we could use. Um, it is uh, admissible. Uh, in court so so we can use it so that is great and uh, guys take care quid pro quo right exactly so uh take care guys and and uh, get ready for the trial of the century we love you